Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, midweek, things took a turn for the worse in an already bad fire season. And around the province, we're seeing some notable fires in some areas right now today heading into the weekend. Some smaller fires include one near Boston Bar that has Highway 1 closed off and on in that area. We also have a fire near Carameas along Highway 3, and that has evacuations too. And then there is this one, the fire that grew by six times overnight last night in West Kelowna. We're talking about the McDougal Creek wildfire. It's now 70 square kilometers in size. And then there are some smaller fires on the other side of the lake near the city of Kelowna and just to the north. Yeah, it's... uh, It's a bit of a concern to say the very least when you have things like UBC Okanagan being evacuated, buses being brought in to take people from the campus, many of them don't have cars, and make sure that they are off and out of the area. The Quail Ridge Golf Club also being evacuated, and there are some losses, some impacts. While most of the Lake Okanagan Resort has been destroyed, The Broken Rail Ranch that offered trail rides, that's been destroyed. And some animals from that ranch, luckily, fortunately, appear to have been saved. The Kelowna Landfill, also known as the Glenmore Landfill, is on fire this afternoon. And when you think about those landfill fires, one only has to wonder if it's going to be days and weeks beyond the regular wildfires before they get that under control or out. Also, there are houses around Trader's Cove right down by the lake that are destroyed. That is some of the destruction. We're still looking for some of the people impacts. We don't have any word this afternoon on any injuries or even worse. We're still waiting for official word on that. But of course, there is that other side. Many of us consider our pets to be members of our family. And when it comes to wildfires and evacuations, we can't overlook the fact that we have to do something about gathering up pets, which may not be all that terribly easy, and making sure that they are also part of that evacuation plan. Well, A.L. Lichtman is the CEO of the Regional Animal Protection Society, and A.L. joins us now. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, thanks, Bruce. Really happy to be here. Well, happy to be uh, with you. And this is not necessarily a great situation, but you have good people working with you. Tell me what's happening in terms of wraps and uh, the evacuation of some of the cats and others, uh, animals, pets. So over the last couple of days, we received calls from people uh, up in the area that are experiencing the wildfires. Um, asking us if we can assist them in boarding cats. Uh, RAPS has the largest cat sanctuary in Canada, here in Richmond, B.C., and we have excess capacity available to us 
to help uh, the people of Kelowna. Actually, we can help anybody experiencing wildfires anywhere. Um, and we're happy to take on those cats and board them for us. It's not the first time that we've done it. And, yeah, we're available uh, to assist with um, boarding, with health care and nutrition and medication uh, for each and every ind- each individual cat that that comes to us it's it's a big undertaking but one that's really important we can't forget about the people but we also have to remember that they also have the animals as you said yeah it's great that uh people like you are standing by and that uh, there is a system for helping cats especially when it comes to shelter that's in place now have you had your services be used so far uh not yet. We have in the past. Um, this one is uh, brand new. People started calling us over the last couple of days. So uh, we have mobilized our entire team to be expecting this when they get the call to actually evacuate and have to get out of there. So what have you told those team members? What will the plan be if and when this actually happens? So we have one of the... Uh, largest um, animal hospitals in uh, the Lower Mainland. It's one of the largest not-for-profit animal hospitals. So uh, we're gearing our team up here to expect animals, especially um, if they've got burns or smoke inhalation. Um, uh, That's a lot of work to prepare for. And then, of course, all the sheltering and uh, making sure that we have everything set up uh, with cages and areas for the cats and that we have enough food and medication on hand, all of that. So it's a big undertaking. Big undertaking, but as you said, this is not your first My Words Rodeo or Cat Rodeo, as you may want to put it. Uh, What have you learned from the past experiences with wildfires of the injuries and things that uh, you listed? What are the ones that are most concerning? Well, um, our mission is to help animals and their people, and really it's dealing with people's expectations. That's the biggest part, right? Uh, Animals are are just very, very grateful anytime that you're giving them care and loving, but it's the people's expectation of of what's going to be done, how their animals are going to be cared for, their members of their family. It's not unlike putting a child into children's hospital and wondering what's going to happen and if they're going to receive uh, the proper amount of care, right? So those that's the biggest part to deal with is is the anxiety and the expectations of individuals and our team is very very professional and very very experienced in dealing with that going over some of the comments from earlier today when we're talking about the west Kelowna and Kelowna wildfire situation well jason broland who is the chief of the west Kelowna fire department said that the mcdougall creek wildfire was exponentially worse than expected. And yeah, it grew to what stands today about 70 square kilometers in size. That's in West Kelowna, other side of Okanagan Lake. And you're looking at Kelowna itself and areas to the north going all the way up to the university, uh, UBC campus. And uh, you see that there are evacuations in place because of even more fires, spot fires breaking out in the area. By the way, Broland also said that the first responders became trapped yesterday around West Kelowna because people failed to heed the evacuation warnings. 
as that McDougal Creek wildfire advanced very rapidly right toward where people live. He described that as the worst nightmare. Interior Health is the health authority in the area, and Interior Health says so far there are no significant increases in respiratory illness right now for people, but upticks would not be unexpected given the low air quality that remains around that area. That's for people. And we've been talking about pets because quite often they get overlooked a little bit and understandably when you're dealing with evacuations. But they are members of our family and especially when you're talking about things like cats, they can't necessarily be rounded up very easily at the last moment. Well, before the break, we were talking with A.L. Leichman, CEO of the Regional Animal Protection Society, and he's still with us. Thanks for staying with us. Tell me a little bit about, and I just kind of alluded to this before the break, but tell me a little bit about how you prepare the volunteers to talk with people who have been through crisis. Yeah, that's uh, not an easy thing to do, and, and thanks, Bruce, but... Um, the way that we deal with it is, um, you know, it's a lot of listening. We're not pro- professional uh, counselors or anything, right? But we are very, very good at dealing with people and their animals. Um, and we just walk them through the process um, and let them know that uh, we're here to assist and that we have a lot of different resources uh, that we can bring to the table uh, to assist them, including at this time, you know, if you've lost uh, some of your belongings or whatever. We have thrift stores, which are very economical, that people can buy from. And, of course, we have all of the services available to, to help their animals um, as best as we possibly can. You said uh, before the break also managing expectations is something you have to deal with. What do you mean by that? Well, when it comes to health care for your animals, people can uh, get very, very emotional because the animals are part of their families. And so it just takes a lot of expertise in dealing with people to manage the expectations of what can be done, if anything can be done, and what the outcomes can be because you're dealing with health care and there's no guaranteed outcomes at any given time. So we have dealt with tens of thousands of individuals and their animals um, and the animals can't speak for themselves when, when getting the health care. It has to be their owners that are, that are speaking for them. Um, and, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a balancing act uh, between the owners and caring for the animals to make sure what's best in, for the animals is, is getting done. Now, cats are cats, and cats will boot it out of an area if they see some, some sort of danger, which makes it very difficult to reunite them with their owners at times. How do you deal with that? Well, we're hoping that they're tattooed or chipped and that we can reunite them uh, with their own, own owners. And if we can't, um, if they don't have that, then we do the best that we uh, possibly can. But at least people can uh, know that they can come to us because we have Canada's largest cat sanctuary um, to come and check out to see if their cat has been brought to us, if they've been separated from them. Yeah, Lichtman is the CEO of the Regional Animal Protection Society, also known as RAPS. We're talking about uh, preparations for the wildfires, specifically the ones this afternoon that we're talking about in the West Bank or West Kelowna now, as it's referred to, West Kelowna and Kelowna areas. 
Uh, Got to ask uh, the most obvious question. How do you get funding for RAPS? So our funding is strictly based on or mostly based on donations. So we ask, you know, the public to help. Um, this situation is definitely probably going to put us into a negative cash flow, so we could really use the help of the public. Um, but no matter what, uh, we're there to help. It, it's our mission, and we have to do it. And if people can go to uh, rapsbc.com, R-A-P-S-B-C.com, um, to help out, that would be great. Um, and they can also learn about us. And we also have a, a TV show, so they can check us out on Pets and Pickers to see how we operate. Um, yeah, and that's the best way that uh, people can help. Or they can donate stuff to our thrift stores so that we can help families in need as well. It is a regional animal protection society. Thanks to A.L. Lightman. Thanks for spending time with us this afternoon. Uh, thank you, Bruce. We really appreciate it.